Diana here from the Brussels Binder. As you may know, the Brussels Binder Beyond project or BB Beyond builds upon the experiences of the Brussels Binder by creating a pan-European network of like-minded organisations, women expert databases and think tanks to foster a solution-focused environment to promote women's voices in European debates. So today I'm in Dublin with some of my colleagues and we're in RTE Studios where I am joined by the fantastic Roisin Duffy from Women On Air. Thank you for joining us, Roisin. You're very welcome, Emma. It, I'm delighted that you're all in, in Dublin and we are just so thrilled by the expert advice and help that you've given us this morning um, in terms of our own database and also other things like keeping maintaining our organisation monitoring what we do um, and really keeping on track. It's just been phenomenal. Everybody is, in your words, buzzed by this. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, I'm really looking forward to this afternoon's training where members of the Brussels Finder who are here are going to get training on how to speak on broadcasting, which I'm really excited about. So just for our listeners, can you tell us a little bit about Women on Air? So basically, uh, Women on Air was formed about eight years ago, and really it came into being as a result of a a conversation online by between two women, one a producer and one a woman actually who was a freelance uh, journalist but also an entrepreneur. And they were talking about a kind of lack of women, not that there weren't women, but there really weren't an enormous number of women across our airwaves and across platforms. So they started to ask the question, where are the women? And from that grew Women On Air, which basically does what it says on the tin. It's, it's basically designed to raise consciousness around the gender imbalance, if you like, on the airwaves in the media. And then when I took over, my view was, well, then we need to do something about it. So we need to start training women so that they're, in very practical terms, here's a list of women who can perform on any radio, television, or online podcast for that matter. Fantastic. So since the Repeal the If campaign, in 2018, where, where Ireland basically removed the amendment from its constitution, which essentially pro prohibited abortion. What has it done to promote women's voices and gender equality in general in the country? I think it kind of changed the atmosphere um, in society here and that people were talking openly about things that many years ago would have been taboo. And as you know, you know, uh, abortion legislation or anti-abortion legislation has been the case in Ireland as a result of a number of referenda um, in the past. So um, it kind of, people started to talk about their experiences and as a result of that, a lot more women's issues came to the fore. So suddenly you were pushing an open door in many ways if you wanted to talk about a particular subject that um, that affected women or that was a concern or, you know, broadcasters were trying to get a woman's take on any particular subject. Like, for example, even last weekend, I was listening to the radio and I was listening to our business program on, on Radio 1 in RTE. And the second topic up, and it was phenomenal, was the setting up in Northern Ireland in Darien Straban of a menopause officer in the local council. Oh, great. And the whole point yeah. in it was to look at how the menopause affects women and how the menopause affects women in their workplace mm. and therefore building an understanding about what women of a certain age go through and that in some ways and in some areas that needs to be accommodated. And it was actually a really interesting discussion. There were a number of men and a number of women involved in it. And I was, you know, I was just thinking like 10 years ago, five years ago, would we have done that? Hmm, not sure. I also find that since repeal, um, it almost professionalized activism in a way, in the sense that 
very unlikely people, particularly women, LGBT, other minorities, they were suddenly taking a platform for themselves. And there was, a, and I think the, the established media also seen that these people have an appeal, you know, that, that they speak to people. Oh, it's not only that they have appeal, political parties realize yeah. as well that there's massive currency here. Because what we've discovered is, um, uh, people are very engaged and very invested in particular kinds of campaigns and in particular issues. So they're issue driven as opposed to political ideology driven, if, mm. you, if you know, to, if you can sort of see the difference. And that's going to be a big factor now that we've found out today that we have a general election. Yeah. Because these people will come out because there are so many issues. There's massive issues around homelessness in this society, for example, which affects everybody but affects women particularly and children so there's a whole pile of things now that are issue-based and I think that was the first time that we saw activism at its best and also what it can actually achieve there's going to be much more of this yeah on this sort of topic um what remains to be the one challenge for women getting their voices heard in media broadcasting I think I well I think there are a number of challenges so it's, it's very difficult you know to pinpoint one it might be a tad simplistic to do that but really over the past few years I think one of the there are a number of boundary of barriers if you like but one of the things that I think women have to do and that is to really step up to the plate they have to really get in there and do it so in some ways as we'd say in the north you've got to get over yourself and get on with it yeah I think that would be really really important it's hard work but it's well worth it because it changes the complexion of your democracy and the society within which you live it's very clear mm -hmm. okay and as an active member of the BB Beyond Network, in your opinion, how can BB Beyond contribute to Europe's role in the world? I think the, the, the Brussels Binder and Beyond really is a very important uh, initiative. And I think you have to keep doing what you're doing, and that is fighting to change the demography around panels in Brussels. One of the ways is of doing that is to get more of you on air to up your profile because that's how you change things. The tenor of many debates has been changed because women have been on panels. It's very interesting. If you look at a male-dominated panel on Brexit or one that is male and female, you have very, very different takes on the issues that, yeah. are, the, that arise out of that. Um, so I think you have to put, keep pushing what you're doing and get more and more visibility. I think it's terribly important. Advocacy should be, a, and I know it is a part of what you do, needs to be a bigger part. Okay, okay, fair enough. And uh, so, last question. Do you have a favorite feminist quote that you would like to share with our audience? I love the Madeleine Albright uh, quote. Now, I can't um, quite remember it, but I'll paraphrase it, <laughs> where she said that there is a particularly cold place in hell for women who don't support other women. I absolutely firmly and utterly believe that. But I also think um, um, Evelyn Roosevelt deserves a mention too for the Declaration of Human Rights. Yeah. Uh, she was instrumental in all of that. She brought those people together to get that signed off on. And that is a cornerstone of human rights across the world. I think it's uh, it's interesting that you mentioned the one about women supporting other women. It's almost like as if uh, when you assimilate into these male-dominated spaces and you act in a very patriarchal way, you're only really doing it a service to yourself in the long run too. So it's better to have more like like-minded women around you too you know I, I work in a really good team here in RTE I'm a news editor and so it's you know it's a tough enough job because it's across platforms but we have an extraordinary team of people on my team I'm not it's not my team I am part of the team yeah 
Um, but it's built on the fact that there is a profoundly supportive ethos. The majority of people on that at a particular level are female. And it's very interesting how that filters down and how empowering that can be, particularly for young journalists coming yeah, up. Yeah. You know, I think they like us, they say we're fair, which is a really good thing to be told. That's fantastic. Well, thank you very much, Roisin, and thanks for having us here on RTE. We're really excited. Good luck on your training program this <laughs> afternoon. Yes. After that, I might interview you. Awesome. <laughs> okay, so stay tuned for more interviews with the incredible women of the BB Beyond Network. Also, be sure to follow us on social media at Brussels Binder for all the latest updates of BB Beyond. Until next time. Bye.